Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, did you know that Paul McCartney's mum was a district nurse? I never knew that. Did you? I'm not sure why I've told you. <laughs> it just seemed interesting. I don't know why. Some things just are. Like, I think it's interesting that NHS England tell us there are 86,000 community nurses working in the NHS. Well, so that's all right then. No, it's misleading. When you pick apart the numbers, they include nearly 30 different types of nurses across prison outreach, school, neurology, heart, occupational health nurses. They're all important, but they're not doing what Paul's mum used to do. According to the Queen's Nursing Institute, there are about 4,000 actual district nurses. There's quite a lot about nursing that I think is emerging as, or should we say, interesting. To get on a nursing degree course, you need, well, at least two, usually three A-levels, or three Bs, or two Bs and a C, or two Cs and a B, or whatever the university sets as its entry criteria. Question. Is it about a level of basic education, or is it about basic balance sheets, making sure the unis get a full house of hopefuls willing to stump up their £9,000 a year? If that's interesting, what about this? I think I'm right in saying there are about 129 universities in the UK offering degree courses. There are a number of contradictory league tables telling us which is the best. One of them rates Cardiff as second best. But a closer look tells us only three quarters of the students were satisfied with the course. <laughs> oh dear. Interesting. Well, you figure it out. Others rate Liverpool, Edinburgh, Glasgow at the top. Yet we have three different ones ranked in the global top ten. Here's an interesting thing. The unis all have their own curriculum. So, the overall interesting picture is a nurse, can be a nurse, with a varying level of basic educational attainment, having completed a university course that comes in 129 varieties. Is it just an interesting question or too rude to ask, does that seem right? Well, you be the judge. Here's something else I think is interesting. Total applications for nursing courses have risen by 32% to over 60,000. And here's something more interesting. According to the King's Fund, the numbers in training are just under 30,000, only 4,000 more than in 2005. Of the 30,000 who didn't get on a course, I'd be interested to know how many might have if they'd applied to a different university with different entry criteria. It's an interesting thought, and here's another one about doctor training. I heard HMG wrote to the universities before Christmas saying institutions would have to foot an annual bill of over £30,000 for each extra student on a clinical training placement if they went over their pre-COVID allocation of place numbers. It turns out it's true, and I linked to the source in the today's article. I thought we needed all the doctors and nurses we can get. Well, we do, but no one wants to pay. It's cheaper to spend 12,000 quid 
ahead to bring a ward-ready nurse here from the Philippines, the largest global provider of trained nurses, which leads me to another interesting fact cluster. COVID has taken its toll in Philippines. Nursing conditions are poor and 40,000, uh, 40,000, sorry, 40%, 40% of nurses have quit. Last year, their government sought to ease the crisis by setting up an emergency recruitment scheme with a 20% salary boost. 20%. The government banned healthcare workers from moving to work overseas. The measure was later replaced with a cap on the number allowed to leave. Wouldn't it be interesting to look at a RAG rating on our dependency on overseas nurses? Interesting? Yes, the whole subject fascinates me. How is it that such a fundamental and important part of our workforce, its recruitment and training, can be so, well, I don't know, what shall I say, cobbled together, uncoordinated? Who's in charge? Health Education England, universities, trusts, royal colleges, NHS England, the DH, a treasury, the government, the cabinet offices, the bloke down the chip shop who thinks he's Elvis... Whose feet do we hold to the fire? Who is in charge of getting enough nurses onto the wards with the right qualifications and the right education? Who's the can carrier? Do they have a name? The unis are making up their bit, making sure they make as much as they can from hopeful students and their £9,000 a year. Health Education England are watching them do it. The trusts are picking up the pieces and no one wants to pick up the bill. The answer is, no one's in charge. And that's why it's so interesting. Which is grandiloquence for a blooming mess. <laughs> Thanks for listening.